Welcome to episode 25 of 115 Miles. In today's episode, we go deep. We talk about the things that are taking up our headspace currently in this situation. Has brings up the topic of conversation and the feeling of numbness after he references my liking for the band LinkedIn before he quickly corrects himself to Linkin Park. We look at Valentine's Day. Do you celebrate it or is it a marketing ploy? And then we have a conversation about our first ever email handle. In typical 115 miles fashion, this is littered with absolute ridiculous conversation and peppered with diving into those deep conversations and talking about the things that people often avoid. If you haven't yet done so, please do leave us a review on your preferred platform. And if you haven't gone over and followed us on at 115 miles pod on Instagram, then please do. That's where we keep you up to date with everything that's going on and let you know each and every time a new episode drops. Really hope you enjoy this one. Uh, It was fun for us to both record and see you in two weeks. This is 115 Miles with Josh Connolly and Hassan Kaya. Living exactly 115 miles apart, our lives could not have been more different growing up, yet we find ourselves today as really good friends with many similar outlooks and perspectives. Join us on our podcast as we take a topical dive into life, work, culture and everything in between. Alright, John Watson. <laughs> You just need the sheepskin coat. Yeah, yeah. For those of uh, uh, you who are just listening and not watching the YouTube uh, video, Josh just literally broke his stand for his mic and so he's going to spend the whole podcast holding it and he looks like a football commentator from the 1970s. (laughs) The worst part is is that I've not broke the stand. I've broken like some... A widget. Yeah, a widget that I don't know how I'm going to be able to replace it. Well, you just need to write to the company. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah, okay. It's not that taxing. I'll drop them an email. Thanks, mate. Thanks for your, thanks drop for your them help. Drop an email, bomb. Yeah, just because you've gone out and bought a laptop since I cursed you on the last yeah, I did. podcast. Big news. <laughs> yeah, you basically shamed me in, into spending money. I'm sure that's not good for my uh, mental health. Um, <laughs> actually, it is now. I'm, I'm quite excited about I don't buy new toys very often, but I'm quite excited about yeah. a new toy coming. That that what you just done there, I'm sure it's not good for my mental health. That's like a typical LinkedIn troll. You know the LinkedIn trolls who go, I'm surprised yeah. a person in your position is uh, posting something yeah. like this. It's, uh... You should stick to ranting about bars. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you, I right, I do these uh, talking of ranting about Boris. I do those these lives for uh... that only took one twenty nine <laughs> one one minute twenty nine seconds. It's a record even for you. Mate. I do these lives for Nakoa, yeah, the charity that I do that I'm an ambassador for, and we get lots of different people on there. And of course, there's lots of different politicians. We've done lots of campaigning, and there's lots of different politicians that help us. Right, I talked about George Freeman on here once, didn't I? Where, um, you know, he was a great man and he was he's a good guy. Anyway, we've got another chap coming on. Uh, next week or the week after I can't remember his name forgive me but he's a conservative and so some emails went back and forth and obviously I was introduced because I'm the one that sort of interviews them and then (laughs) then like a couple of days later he's 
followed me on Twitter. That's the only platform he's followed me on. <laughs> and I said to I said to Piers, the communications guy, like we maybe need to say something to him because my Twitter is like regularly me just like my proper shadow dark side comes out on Twitter and gets ranty, particularly about conservative policy. Yeah, I mean, if he's a good guy and he's coming onto Nakoa, then you know he's probably got you know some sense of balance. Yeah, I look at it that way. Actually, that's true of most politicians, actually, because you know they would have to be very selective of their friends, wouldn't they? If they only were friends with people that supported the party that they had to happen to work for, so right, yeah. so yeah, it's not as bad. And then they and then they get them the jobs. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's let's wind ourselves back from a, a rant. Um, what's taken up a lot of energy in your thinking this week, Josh? What's taken up a lot of energy in my thinking? Uh, so, like, firstly, I'd probably acknowledge that there's I've got some stuff going on with my kids. Uh, that takes up a lot of my mental space. Uh, but I'm also, I've just started doing a book club with a friend of mine, where we're going through a book called, I'm looking over here because it's here, Self Therapy by Jay Early. Uh, And we've like made a commitment to go through the book at the same time together and then reflect for an hour a week. So I've been really in that and doing the exercises that are in the book. Um, So that's been taking up a lot of my headspace. And whether or not I'm going to be able to take my kids on holiday this year just keeps taking up more and more of my headspace. It's in the news a lot as well, isn't it? So mm. there's the first three things that come into my mind, Hass. Yeah. Well, um, if you had to pick one of those three that's really taken a lot of, a disproportionate amount of energy, what is it? Ah, the kid, the stuff with my kids. What is it you're worried about? Just not being able to go? Uh, no, the stuff that's taking up the most space is, is the stuff that's going on with my kids. Oh, I'm sorry. So, right, so co- yeah, course, yeah. let's say co-parenting with somebody who um, sees the world very differently to me. It's very, very, very mm. difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I um, The reason I ask that is because I think we often, like, we've talked about this before, right? We just, we come in and we just just try and have a bit of a start where we just check in with each other and oftentimes it's quite vanilla like you know and 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 I realized that I was thinking obviously it's my week to 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 host the questions and the ideas for the the conversation and I was really conscious that I was thinking about what people want to hear and you know and actually what I really wanted to do was just was just check in and and do it in a different way you know so um I think for me, what's taking up a... Thanks for asking, by the way. I'll just tell you. <laughs> yep. You missed your cue. Come on, man. I know it's four o'clock. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> um, what's taking up a lot of your headspace this week, Cass? You know, I think I've been reflecting on our last conversation. I'll come on to that a little bit, really. But um, I think what's taking up a lot of my headspace is just the sheer amount of stuff. Mm to do Mm. um and i think it was you know i said last time that i think it's going to be waves you know sometimes i feel all right sometimes i I feel um you know like it's get it's getting a bit much and i just think i'm looking at 
the sheer tonnage of everything that we're all facing, you know, work for those of us that are parents, it's the homeschooling when, you know, the impact on the kids. And, uh, but for me in particular, it's just, you know, it's about work and just there's, there's a lot of it. And, um, so that's been definitely taking up a lot of space. Um, and then I think the other thing is, is like you, like, like when's the moment that we can start looking forward to, you know, shared experiences again, you know, and just, I was walking, I was walking by Brighton beach with my daughter the other night and it was dead quiet and there was no one around. And, you know, it's it just kind of reminiscing in the summer, how full that place is. And, and it just didn't, you know, you can't sort of see where that, where that's going to come. So that's probably been taking up a bit of space yeah. in the head. Yeah. And it's, that stuff's it. That's the, the whole, like, when are we going to be able to do that again? Worries me. I think that, 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 um, they are taking a very cautious approach in terms of because uh, last year Boris every month was saying we'll be out of this in two months and everything will be back to normal, didn't weren't he? So I think there being a lot. I think someone said to him, Boris, stop saying that. Tell him the worst case scenario, and then if we beat that, at least we're you know we're doing well, which makes sense. Um, but sometimes you read certain articles and you just think, at what some stage we're going to have to get on with our lives we're going to have to we can't just live like i mean it's if there's as many variants of this as there is of the cold the reason we've never got a cure for the cold is because it just mutates it all mutates. the time and that's what yeah. this is going to do so i don't know i don't know it just it just you know I, I i read an article earlier that said that you know they're not even sure if we'll be able to go on holiday in the uk and I just think, what? what? We're going to get to June, July this year, and we're not even going to be able to travel to a different part of the UK. I just don't. I don't think people will stand for that for much longer. Well, I don't know because we've been standing for it in a way for almost a year now. I know that we've had like moments, but really, it's like there's just there's a lot of compliance because what's the alternative? Be in, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, the compliance stuff, it just worries me. Does it? Yeah, I think we look. We talked a lot about this last week, but there being no opposition, um, the opposition now is just con- seen as conspiracy theorists, and that's a worry, especially with uh, what we're having to do to conform, which is have our freedom taken away, you know? Um, it's a worry when the when nobody seems to be allowed to sort of challenge it anymore. And it's not that I think mm. it's wrong. It's not that I think that the measures that are in place are wrong. I don't disagree with them. But somebody in Parliament needs to, because that's how the game works, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think it is disappointing that for so long the opposition was quiet and then there was a change in leadership with Keir Starmer. You think, OK, well, at least... There'll be some, you know, accountability that this this government's held to, and, and it is non-existent, mm. which is, and partly pro- probably what's going on inside their own party. Mm. So anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna move us on. Sunday is the 14th of February. Yes, Valentine's Day. Bow 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 bow. I've been really um, trying. No, you didn't want. Well, 
No, not really. I wasn't ready for it. But it's a nice segue. Tell me, Josh, what romantic gestures have you... Not saucy stuff. Just what romantic gestures have you planned for Sunday? Um, I I haven't. I, haven't, <laughs> I knew that. I haven't. It's a setup. I haven't. Um... We're not massive celebrators of it. Uh, Good. We're not massive. I'm not going to be one of those people who go. I don't need a. I don't need a day to tell my wife when I love her. I tell her every day. Um, but uh, normally we would use it as an excuse to get a babysitter and um, and go out for dinner. But we can't do that now. So I don't know. We might have a movie night with the kids, maybe. What, what, yeah. what about you, Has? <laughs> no, no, no. I, it was it was a loaded question because I wanted to know, do you think it is a day to demonstrate your love for your loved one or is it just a bit of a commercial fleecing opportunity? I've always felt the latter, to be honest. It always, it always felt... I've always, I don't like organised behaviour. It's like kind of compliance again, really. It's like... You must do this. You must buy cards. You must buy X, Y, and Z. Um, You know, I still make little gestures because I wouldn't want to be the guy that gets caught not doing it. But I just, there's something inherently uh, like disagreeable about you being forced into these particular days to do things. Yeah, I don't look at it with as quite as much venom. As as you do, uh, conviction is the word. I think you need to get some real problems, mate. (laughs) <laughs> no uh, <laughs> I'm joking um, I think it's a nice thing I think it probably I don't know do we have you Google? do you know where it originates from no I'm good that's how much I don't care would about have been it. a nice bit of research for your segue um, I don't know but yes I think it is pushed obviously from a commercial aspect but it was good when I was a te- I remember being a teenager and like 12, 13, 14 and buying girls like teddy bear and chocolates and that and it being really special. For, for you or, or for them? <laughs> I don't find receiving teddy bears and chocolate that special. I suppose maybe if you're 13. Yeah, yeah. I think it did was you, nice. Did you used to buy them did, or did you nick them? <laughs> <laughs> I bet um, you no nicked comment, them, didn't um, uh, yeah, so look, I think it was nice when I was teaching, and I think it's not, it's a nice excuse. We normally use it as an excuse to do something, but we try and sort of have a bit of a night like that once every couple of weeks anyway. So we, we certainly wouldn't buy cards. I wouldn't buy cards or gifts. I might, um, Get a teddy bear and some chocolates. I might nick a teddy bear and some chocolates <laughs> from the garage. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I might make something with the kids. You might make your one dinner of the year. No, not you're not a cook, not are you? Dinner, you're not a chef. Uh, actually, we watched Master Chef at the back end of last year, and then I did make some. Now, you, now you think you're a Master Chef, mate? Do you? I made um, um, it was like pork. That's what I know. <laughs> Remember, it was long. On, it was it. it was a long bit of pork. What do you mean long? As in length? What do you think? What does long mean? I thought you meant slow cooking. No, no, no. It was long in length. 
what is it? Stirloin, is it? A loin. A loin. No. Yeah, I think a it was loin. a loin. Uh, and I cooked that with some... Oh, mate, I can't remember. But that was the only time I've ever properly cooked, yeah. So, no, we won't... Oh, me and the kids won't make her some dinner. We'll make a, we might make a card. What I used to do for my other kids, who are like 15 now, uh, I used to go do, do a card on moonpig.com and pretend it was from a secret admirer. Yeah. But, it's a bit harder at the moment, though, isn't it? Isn't it with everyone on lockdown? Well, do like the dating apps go big on this Sunday, do they? I think you'll see lots of emails starting to come into your inbox from all sorts of companies that have nothing to do with Valentine's. Yeah. Actually, it feels like it's been a bit quieter. Now, the reason I ask is, look, no, don't get me wrong, I think it, it is a nice moment to... It is more for the kids now, really, just like have a bit of fun with them. Um, but I think just in general, I, I've, I just got this... What I think what possibly was a genuine moment of affection has now just become an op- a marketing opportunity for brands. Yeah. And it, it will be this or it might be, um, you know, it might be St. Patrick's Day or it might be something to do with um, Black History Month. You know, like I just think everything becomes a bit overly commercialized and overly marketed. So that was re- really, you know, and I just wonder in this current situation that we're in where for a lot of people, it's like really um, tough times financially. It's almost like give them a break this year, you know, like you just don't need to be hammering. Yeah, it. I mean, I haven't seen much, but then I don't. Yeah, I was thinking that. I do. You don't go out anywhere anymore, so I don't. I suppose like you'd normally see it when you're out and about because I don't really watch TV, as in I don't watch TV that has adverts because I only watch Netflix or or Sky Sports. So. Um, I wouldn't have seen it if there is if there is been it, but adverts aren't just TV though, are they anymore? It's like getting emails and being followed around on social media and all that sort of stuff. It's yeah, sort of yeah. Than... But I suppose I, I I've not seen them showing up there either. Hmm. Have you not got a spam email yet, mate? Come on, mate. I don't know. It goes it goes. Come on, mate. It's twenty twenty one now. What you need to do? You have a separate email, and that's what you do all your signing up with. Then all your promotional emails go to there. You don't ever have to worry about them. Oh, that's interesting. Kids taught me that, mate. So, like, anything you sign up for, use a little spam email and it just all goes there. And then all the promotional stuff goes there, yeah. Like, at my actual email that I use day-to-day, I never get any of that stuff in there. What, your work one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't get anything to that either. That's a good point. Yeah. This is turning into a very interesting <laughs> conversation, isn't it? <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, there are people listening to this, Hass. Yeah, I know. Well, you're the one that started talking about email aliases. I was just trying to find out about Valentine's Day. Did but you, let, what was you, let me just, ask you one question, though, on emails, aliases. Are you young enough to have had a first email that you did when you was like a kid? Yeah. Go on. What was it? <laughs> There used to be these sweets back in the day that were like strawberries and cream. They were called Campino. Oh, yeah. Nice. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember Campino? Yeah. Really tasty. Yeah. I used to eat them like I was a, like probably how you used to take um, drugs. And um, and um, so my, my email address was Campino underscore Hass at internetserviceprovider.com. 
I'm so glad I asked. I'm so glad I asked. Oh, it would have been Hotmail, surely. Hotmail.com. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mine was main underscore culprits underscore mosh because I was a grunger and nobody called me mosh, but I wanted people to call me mosh because I'd always wanted a nickname. And I, you know, we used to go in mosh pits and my name's Josh, so I said mosh. And we were Josh part the of the main culprits gang. Was that an actual gang? No, 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 no. We just called ourselves the main culprits um, when we were grungers. So my first account was main main underscore culprits underscore mosh at hotmail.com or dot Brilliant. whatever it was. Has it been archived now or does it still exist somewhere? No, that's my spam account. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, I'm joking. Yeah. Very good. Campino. They were great sweets, man. They were good sweets, yeah, they were. But not so good that you, you know, use that email address for probably about 10 years. First job, did you have it like... Uh, CV, yeah, it's probably... <laughs> did you? Before I knew that you had to have a professional email address. I used to, you know, because I was in HR, I used to see some crazy stuff on CVs. Like, stu- like you'd look at it and go, come on. Yeah. Like, like just like... Uh, hot flavors, ninety-five. <laughs> that's one of yours, like. Yeah, that is. That's my alias. But I, oh man, used to people just. I, I understand that when in when you come out of school first, there's not a lot to put on a CV. But some people just used to get it wrong. Did you have the red thingy that you used to come out of school with, like a red folder, and they were like, "Oh, record of achievement." Record of achievement. They were like, "Look, you won't no, get a job we, if we you don't." They were like, "If you don't, don't get your record school. of achievement, you won't get a job." Like, they won't let yeah. you come for an interview without your record of achievement. Do you remember back in the day, you used to use stencils? Like, you, they used to have, like, it used to be this thing of plastic, and it had, like, the letters cut out of it, and you would use yeah, them to yeah. do neat writing. I saw a lot of that in the in the record of achievements <laughs> that we looked at. You, like, you can't write yourself, you have to use a stencil. Um, I, yeah, we used to see some crazy stuff in CVs. Yeah, I can like, imagine. Like, interests... West Ham United and cruising in my car looking for chicks. No, you, what you that yeah, was on there. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Sounds like a West Ham fan. Maybe. I don't think I've ever Maybe. written a CV. What? I don't think I've ever written a CV. Well, you haven't lived. I think I think we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to do a CV for you. Like everyone, everyone has to have a CV in life. Right. What for? Don't know. Just you can put it next to your record of underachievement. <laughs> it's twenty twenty one, Hass. You just send people don't to your it. LinkedIn now. You don't need to see oh, that's true. Yeah. Go look at well, now now the, the rage is video CVs. Is it really? Yeah. What? Well that's not the rage. I think about five people are doing what, it. Where but you just record see... yourself saying yeah. hi, I'm Josh. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. Bit of personality. I like bit of West Ham United stuff. and cruising around picking yeah. up gals. <laughs> yeah. Get <laughs> <Yeah>, them. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I would love to talk about actually is, is you know I'm keeping you on your toes there but actually I want to go back somewhere else last time you asked me sort of how I was feeling in our last chat and I said ambivalent and really like you know not really I was saying I was not too I'm not excited about the future I'm not too pissed off with the present I'm just ambivalent but I I, I went away and I reflected on it and I actually think that 
what I was feeling back then was actually closer to feeling numb. Right. You know, like not really feeling anything, mm. feeling numb. And um, I think that was probably something of a, of a, like a deeper, a deeper malaise, you know, a deeper feeling, you know, rather than just not feeling anything. It's actually feeling something a bit more negative than that. Um, and I realized that, and that was, that was like something that I, I, you know, I reflected on because, you know, in my work, as you know, you spend a lot of time with me also just my nature is I like to be a rescuer for people. You know, I like to be there for people. I like to listen if they need an ear or I like to help them if they need some help. But I think sometimes that, that might just go into overdrive where actually I'm just being that and so much so that I'm sort of nulling my own feelings and it was just really it was I was curious more about it because when I was sort of coming into this conversation and and thinking about oh you know how do we make sure it's lively and fun and all that sort of stuff I put a lot of pressure on myself on how I w- w- wanted to come across mm. or how I wanted our show to be perceived and then I just thought you know we just got we just got to go with what's authentic and has integrity at the moment Mm. and it just it then just got me thinking about um the weight of expectations and i was curious to think i know that one of um you know one of the bands that you listened to a lot was linkedin and i was just i remember the song numb linkedin park not linkedin yeah they weren't a band oh (laughs) <laughs> I said LinkedIn. Yeah. Oh my god! Sorry, I meant LinkedIn. Pop. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. And I was just, I was just obviously reading that and thinking about, you know, the expression of getting tired of being what somebody else wants you to be and the expectations. And I was just thinking about the stuff that you probably were, you know, were going through when you were mm. coming out of, um addiction and into sobriety and so when i say i was feeling numb what does that what what does that conjure for you what do you think about well with the fact that you've gone on to speak about like lincoln park as well like i think numb feeling numb is a state that a lot of us um find ourselves feeling it's a defense mechanism as well right as a way of kind of shutting off from the ways that we feel, right? And I think um, when you are like a bit of a hero child, which is what you are, or would have been when you was a kid, uh, then I think it can it can become, you have to be relentless when you're busy working on helping other people and doing all that for other people, it, it will become relentless. And so when you come back to yourself, uh, we we become. I say I'm talking about you. I'm the royal we. We become numb to our feelings because we shut off from them. Like so much of the training that I do, by the way, that I deliver is based around coming back to yourself and coming back to your body and understanding what you're feeling. Most of us live so much of our lives in the intellectual part of our brains. We've got no idea how we feel. Mm. I mean, let me ask you this, right? This is a bit of this is some of the training that I do, right? This is some of the stuff that I would do in like a typical workshop. So let me ask you this. When, um, where do you feel guilt? 
Where in your body? I want you to proper reflect on it and do it. It's hard because I'm not feeling guilty at the moment, so I'm trying to recall. But I, th- I so I think guilt I find uh, I feel up here in my head. I I, I intellectualize it maybe more than I feel it. Yeah, that's in my what body. that's how, that's how you think guilt. That's not how you feel it. Let's just say right, you've done something, you've not told your wife about it yet, right? And you think you've got to. I always use the simple example: you've ordered a parcel. It's about to show up, and you haven't told your wife about it yet, and it's and it's got it's a teddy bear and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a knot. It's a knot. It's a knot. Knots in your stomach. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting, even there, that the first place that you went is it's it's in my head. You didn't go mm. into your body. Mm. Yeah. But like emotions are very very physical. What we tend to do, the moment we feel anything. We grab, we grab the fix. And that's not necessarily always an external substance or something like that. It might be getting busy with work. It might just be getting busy thinking. Let me slow down a minute and come into the emotional part of my brain. And then you go, shit, that's, I don't like it in there. Let me think about work again and that thing that I've got to do. Because that's how we, we, we escape from ourselves. So often the kind of numbness is... A survival mechanism yeah. technique. Yeah, because uh, that's the yeah in the reflection. Because we obviously talk about some pretty deep stuff, and mm. it's sort of when you're in the moment, you're just. I'm just trying to make sure that I'm, I don't get my numbers wrong. Otherwise, you'll 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 pounce on me, or if I say LinkedIn instead of Linkin Park. Um, <laughs> but then I do a lot of reflection. I'm I'm a reflector anyway, so right? so I get I get a lot of reflection afterwards. But. Um, I sort of, I'm also then able to see that actually there's a lot of people that are probably feeling like this, this feeling of numbness of um, just, you know, this is just really, really tough. It's really hard. And then if you think about the people that, you know, have really difficult domestic situations as well, the people that are unable to even go out and get a daily walk uh, or, or a bit of exercise, it's a, it's, a, it's a really, really tough thing. So like, how do how do how do you cope with something like that if you know if if you don't normally you know surface that sort of stuff for yourself this is the thing mate in the situation that the, the things that you need to cope with difficult emotions we we've had taken away from us at the moment so there's no there's no simple answer if you're struggling with a feeling you need connection yeah to, to, to another human being. You need to feel held in that space, metaphorically speaking. You need to feel like there's purpose and direction in your life, that this feeling that you're feeling right now is not the only one that you're ever going to feel, right? You need to feel like you exist for a reason, right? So you need to feel like, despite the ways that I feel, I know I have purpose and there's a reason for me to be here. There's four things that I've given you and all four of those things are things that you can't get your hands on at the moment. Mm. And and so, so there is no fix. And actually, what we need to do is try and find ways to get to navigate through it and escape it. Now we're very fortunate, both of us, because we've been very busy. Yeah. Through this pandemic, very very useful. But actually, the when you're feeling in those difficult emotions, the reason human beings have survived so long on this planet 
It's not because we're dog eat dog. It's not because we're like anything other than human beings that have come together in communities, groups of people, right? And we've come together in that space. And that's how we that's how we've survived so long in the world. And we've all of that at the moment has been removed from us. So this is why I say, you know, we've doing everything that we're doing is to protect vulnerable people. And I say I care about vulnerable people a lot. But we need more haste to get ourselves out of this. Forget the economy. This is battering us as human beings. It is battering us. It's taking away everything that we need to survive. And it is to survive. Yeah? It's taken away. That's why everyone turns on each other. And we're angry because we're all everyone's struggling. And struggling with emotional stuff doesn't look like what it's portrayed in the mental health space at the moment, which is somebody being all meek and mild. That's not what people do when they struggle with emotions. Not everyone. Some of them do. A lot of people get angry. They turn on each other. They don't know how to process their emotions. And so they, they get, you know, you, you, you get violence and you get people being angry. And then when you add on the top of that, that at the moment, if you start going, I just want this to end, and I just want to go on holiday or I want to be around people. I mean, I get a real heavy, sad feeling whenever I see a crowd of people on TV at the moment. Hmm. I was watching, uh, we call them funny videos. What are they? Like YouTube fails. Yeah, me and my little one was watching it. And uh, just on there, there was like a big crowd of people and they were chucking beer all over each other and jumping up and down and singing. I don't really know what was going on in it. But it was just... That's what human beings are supposed to do. Not chuck beer all over each other, but be together in those crowds and release emotions together. And we got none of it at the moment. And so do we have yeah. so so there's no yeah. fix. Yeah, no. I get that. I get you know, and I get that there's that is those are the it's the important components of getting us out of this, but we don't know when that's gonna be. Mm. So there's got to be something that people can do to stimulate their their senses, mm. you know, in a, in a positive way. Because there's negative ways you can stimulate your senses, right? Which is, well, yeah, not necessarily negative um, from my perspective, but maybe society's perspective. So you can um, you can take drink, you can take drugs, you can do all sorts, right? It, whatever it is for you. But for some, that expression is worse it's 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 through violence mm. right but there's got to be something that we can do that connects us with a future state some optimism some sort of kind of self um, um some self-help if you like mm. to help you get through this moment yeah th- look there are things that, that that um that we can all do right i think cr- like routine been kind of vital for me right making sure that uh one of the most important things i've been doing in lockdown is no phone at least half an hour before bed right i I say no phone no news and no social media and if you can't pick your phone up without opening any of them then then no phone because Mm -hmm. going to bed on that stuff is bad um for me booking the booking the holiday in october 
right? So that, that that's something to look something forward to. on the horizon. Yeah. But I do think, look, I think at the moment it's about containing. As in, as in, how can I describe it? If there was a fire and you didn't have any water to put it out, right? It's not like, yeah, but what else can we do to put out a fire? Well, I suppose you could sit on it and stamp on it. Yeah. Uh, but but you try and contain it, right? You want to contain it. This isn't about like uh, the main ingredients that we need. I think it's important to say that I've been taken away. But routine has really helped me, making sure that I I for me I've gone to focus a little bit on my fitness and thought, can I improve my fitness so I have a bit of direction? Work has really really helped me because I've thrown myself into work, but. So much of that even is stuff that a lot of people can't have, isn't it? So mm. I don't know what answer. What answer would you give? No, I, I don't know. I'm curious, and I'm not trying to be like put you on the spot. No, I'm I know you're not. I know you're not. Yeah, I, I, I think I think um, all of those things you said they've definitely helped me, and I think just 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 a bit of routine, you know, exercise if you can get it, spending time uh, with with you know people that are close to you. If you can, mm. I know that not everyone does, but also um, something that I think is is from it might be from the from the from from AA, um, but the notion of keep it in the day, yeah. And so, like, rather than catastrophizing everything because it's there's no end in sight, it's just keep it in the day. Tomorrow's another day. Tomorrow, a bit of new news might come. Tomorrow, you might be able to do something different. So, keeping it in the day, I think, is really helpful. Um, it just kind of, it, you know, there are of course things that you have to do that get you beyond the day in terms of your work, in terms of planning and things like that. But actually in terms of some of this feeling, uh, a little bit of suffocation that, you know, actually just keeping it in the day is, is really helpful. Listen, I think that's probably the best advice that anyone could give at the moment. Ge- like genuinely, you do, you do have to, you do. And I guess that's to a degree, you know, kind of, what I do right is that I have a morning routine that I do and I do it every morning and for me that is to, I, I exercise in the morning and then simple things as well like having a proper shower in the morning and getting dressed right I mean I, I only ever wear shorts but getting dressed and, and, and putting some clothes on like and actually what can make today good how can I hit today so I'm going to work out um, and then I'm going to have a nice bit of lunch. We've been doing that, me and Leah, my wife, we've been like making like these nice salad lunches that we'll have in the middle of the day. That really helps. So you feel like you have got purpose and all of that kind of stuff to your day. But 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 also compassion as well, self-compassion for when the days are crap. Because some days are, aren't they? Yeah. I think particularly with the cold and that, you know? Yeah, and we haven't even had the snow with the cold here in Brighton. It's just been cold. Have you not had any snow at all? We had like uh, two days ago, after everyone's posting all these photos of proper, you know, snow fights and sledging and stuff like that, we had this little thin, like, layer on the cars. And I was like, obviously I grew up in, not like up north where you get snow all the time, but we grew up in Tottenham, so we definitely had years where there was like heavy snow but my kids have, have no real recollection the only snow they see is like christmas movies 
So I was like a bit disappointed for them because obviously they're seeing cousins and stuff with it all and friends. But honestly, man, this is the, just the innocence of youth. They were like, yeah, this is amazing. And like all they got was like one snowball out of it. But like they were just delighted with that. So Do you, um, do you never get snow in Brighton then? Uh, there hasn't been any since I've been here and I don't think it comes that often. Um, do you know what we've been doing in the cold me and my kids have been doing ice experiments this week because it go, it's been going to like minus five at night isn't it so mm. my daughter's my eldest is four right and the other one's three so we've been like filling up balloons with water and leaving them out and then when we went out today you cut the balloon frozen off of it balloon. it's just a big yeah. ice ball but there was the water in the middle of it weren't frozen oh the kids thought it was oh. a like the best so thing you ever, this, mate. Like a water bomb type thing. Yeah, but it was an actual proper balloon, so it was just this big ice ball. So, like tonight, they want to put loads of different stuff out with water in to look at the ice tomorrow. Oh, if you had a bit of glitter or something, you could put it in, in there. there. So my daughter yeah. was like, "Let's do a balloon. Put a little toy in the balloon. Fill it up with water, and then tomorrow we'll have to break the ice to get the toy out." A little frozen surprise. It's brilliant. Such a good idea, mate. So we're gonna we're, we're gonna do that tonight, mate. Yeah. So maybe yeah, you can do that in Brighton. Good. Does the sea freeze? <laughs> um, Does... I think you. I think you know that was a stupid question. I can't believe we just asked that. <laughs> um, I imagine it's very cold in parts of the world. Do you get any cold uh, swimmers down there? Oh, all the time, mate. Crazy. Have you not had a go at that yet? Nah, it's not for me. Do you know what I've been looking I'm at? Really, I'm really even been into the sea much in the in the summer. So, do you not go in the sea at all, really? Uh, no, I don't really. Because Brighton's all pebbly and not very comfortable. I I don't really. Oh. I'd prefer to just sit and drink and barbecue on the beach. I've been looking online for the big barrels. I want to do some of this cold water submerging stuff, mate. Oh, what the Wim Hof stuff? Yeah, mate. Yeah. 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 I figured if I do that, it might just change my life. Might that might be the answer to life's. That's it. Yeah, it's got to be questions. cold. Everyone's doing it online, so it's obviously the best way fad. to do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool, man. Good talk. We're gonna go on to reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful. You're gonna have to go What's first, your- Has, because I got some truth to tell you here. Have you? I... Oh, see, I'm putting a bit of pressure on me now. <laughs> um, wondrous weekend wind down. <laughs> <laughs> the titles are back. Uh, now, listen, I, you know, I'm not trying to be a martyr. It's been quite busy, busy being like work during the days, come downstairs, bite to eat, back at it. And it's been like that for, you know, probably since the start of this year um and the kids like my littlest she was like oh dad you're always working can can you get fired she keeps saying to me can you get fired (laughs) um so uh so so this weekend uh just planning to just have a a wicked wind down with them like we're going to basically take all the mattresses from upstairs do a little sleepover downstairs i'm taking monday off just gonna hang out, play games, watch movies, cook. Yeah, looking forward to it. Oh, mate, it sounds banging. Genuinely. Yeah. Are you doing that Friday to Monday? 
yeah, take I'm taking off probably from like early Friday afternoon and then just gonna yeah, gonna just hang out with them all weekend and then yeah, take Monday off as well. Nice. And then I've got next Friday off as, as well, just to uh, make it Wondrous Weekend Part Two. Wonder <laughs> Wondrous Weekend Wind Down Two. Wondrous Back in the Weekend habit. Wind Down. Nice. No, it's nice. And actually, I said to my uh, I said to my wife the other week that about doing this weekend, like I said, whatever we do this weekend, should we just do it like proper full on, and that'll be our like way of celebrating Valentine's Day. So we'll do like a proper movie night. My, I love pork. watching the football scores come in on a Saturday. And my, you've missed my my long pork joke. Oh, <laughs> you, <laughs> should we just do a movie? Movie long pork. What do you mean by long, Josh? Uh, so yeah, watch. We watch. I watch. Do you ever? Do you sit and watch? Do you watch Gillette Soccer Saturday? Sometimes, sometimes. I love it, mate. It's like a highlight because I, where I play football normally, I don't normally get to watch it. So, but I make it like really fun and um, get the kids in for you. No, I get the kids involved. So obviously, when goals come in and stuff like that, I let the kids pick all teams and that, and then they've got to go, we all go, oh, and then when a goal goes in, we see if it's one of their teams. They love it. Yeah. My, especially Maya, she loves it. Um, so yeah, we're going to do that this weekend. My reason yes. to be cheerful is uh, COA week starts on Sunday, which is Children of Alcoholics week. It always runs from, well, Valentine's Day is always during it. So, and it just so happens that valentine's day sunday so it's always sunday through sunday we got lots going on uh you know there's loads of different things going on all throughout the week on social media when i found nakoa which was like i don't know five or six years ago maybe maybe even a little bit longer than that coa week was nothing like it existed but it was nothing we're we've got like a global summit this year so there's like people from india russia uh, China, they're all logging into this global summit uh, for children of alcoholics. Like the way that it's grown over the last few years has been massive. Uh, hopefully, the media will pick it up because that's always helpful, useful. Gets you know, gets everybody, gets a scene and recognised online. And then we've got the um, the David Staffordshire le- uh, memorial lecture, which is in memory of a guy who was a patron, David Staffordshire, um, David Stafford, not Staffordshire. Um, every year we have the lecture named after him because he was a long-serving uh, patron. Uh, but it's also become now the annual all-party all parliamentary group meetup, right? So the campaigning that we did. So uh, it's normally in the House of Commons, but obviously it's online this year. And so the main speaker is, drum roll, Oh, you're going to do one? I can't hear it. Uh, Us. Uh, there you go. Elle Sorry. McFarson. Oh, really? Yeah, so she's the main speaker. Wow. Uh, she's been a long-time supporter of NACOA, but of course, very rarely able to come to any of the events. But now it's online. Yeah. Wow. She can come. Uh, I'll be holding a roundtable talk with a lady called Sophie Kay, who's a Radio 1 and Kerrang DJ, as well as... David Coldwell, the boxing trainer, and Callum Best. So we'll be doing that. Uh, Liam Byrne will be there. I think I'm live interviewing Jonathan Ashworth one day this week, the Shadow House Secretary. Don't have to worry wow. about him, do I? Don't have to worry about him going on my Twitter. Um, 
So, yeah, mate, it's a massive week in our calendar and I'm really very much looking forward to it. And just to see where we are now from where we used to be is special. And it's a big thing to say about awareness weeks or awareness days because on Mental Health Day, you get all the people in the space go, oh, like you get lots of people in mental health space, by the way, going, I'm not going to post today because I post every day about mental health and I don't think it should just be one day. And they don't realise that awareness days, when they originate, yeah, are the only days when every, when they get listened to. COA week is a bit different now, but when we used to do it five or six years ago, it was the only time anyone anywhere would listen to us. Mm. So they're really big, you know, and you can latch on to the, to the media as well, and, and that can be really useful. So, yeah, as you can probably tell, I'm buzzing for, for three yeah, weeks. Yeah, so. it's incredible, mate. That is incredible. And what, uh, you know, it, it, it really, I think it's one of those things where whilst it's important to have ambassadors that people know, there's something that connects everyone that, that's speaking there, right? Mm. Which is they've all had their own journey and story mm. um, with an alcoholic parent. And that's, that's just an incredible thing to unite people. So, yeah. uh, no, mate, I, I hope it goes really, really well. And uh, it, 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 continues the great work that you do with the charity yeah and, uh, yeah you'll hear all very, about very it mate good. we'll uh we you know we'll obviously catch up on it and i'm sure we'll talk about it on the next episode of 115 miles when i will have this clip fixed because i've not been happy holding the microphone at all you've done a good job though i can see you now you know in uh in your in your next career move to be a football commentator no, i can see it because well. ob- ah. obviously you what you watch Football scores on Saturday afternoon as well. So <laughs> Unbelievable, <practicing> Jeff. <laughs> Did he score? <laughs> uh, um, brilliant. Okay, well, good luck with the with the uh, with the week, and uh, talk to you next time. Legend. Thanks again for listening to 115 Miles with Josh Connolly and Hassan Khan.